Hi, guys. Thanks, Freddie. Good morning. Hallelujah. That was awesome. Just to remember that God is in control no matter what is going through uh, in anywhere in our lives, anywhere in the world. And so good morning. Great to be here today. We have been in that uh, Sounds Like, so Life Sounds Like series. And so today we'll continue that, that series. And I have a song that I have picked, that um, a song that just speaks to my heart. Um, last time I spoke, you guys, I have fight in me. Um, it's, it's, there's fight in every one of us. The human spirit is just always ready to fight. And so this song reminds me of God's power that he's always in control. So here it is. Here's my song, Faith of the Heart. What do you guys think? <laughs> well, good morning. Good morning. Hi. As I'm listening to that song, and thank you, Freddie, you guys did amazing. You did awesome. Thank you. Um, welcome. My name is Anna Chesterfield, and um, I get the honor to be the Spanish campus pastor for Life Church 360. I've been the lead pastor for that campus and for the last three years. We meet across the parking lot in the community center every Sunday at noon. So I get to preach twice today in English and then, and then switch and go to preach in Spanish. And so I love doing that. Sometimes my brain does get stuck. So if I speak a word of two of Spanish, you know, I'll try to, hey, hey, tell me. My husband here. He'll do it because he's, he's done it before. But um, welcome. Thanks for being here today. And I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, every time I go up to, to preach his word, to, to teach his word, to share his word, um, there's always that my heart beats and it goes fast um, every single time. Um, and that just tells me that I'm ready, that he's ready, that he's waiting, and he is going to be here with us today. He's here to be here today. So we pray for the Holy Spirit's presence in this room and wherever anybody's watching us right now. And so that song, Faith of the Heart, um, I, I have a confession to to make. And this song is a song that it just speaks to me, the, the fight in it, um, the, the hum in it. You know, God is always there for us, and we can with him anytime, every time, because he's not about to run out of power, right? And so uh, that, that's what that song reminds me. But I, I don't necessarily like that song because of the, the singer. I actually first heard that song watching Star Trek. Right? I know. Okay, so now you guys know my secret. I am a Trekkie and have been since college. Actually, in college, we actually start, and we, um, my background is engineering. And so uh, in college, we designed the, the uh, USS Enterprise. Um, it was a fun project, but so um, Star Trek Enterprise, uh, Captain Sean Luke Picard, and I think my husband, Next Generation, and Star Trek Voyager, and Captain Catherine Janeway, uh, she's one of my, my favorites. And so anything that has to do with flight, I'm there. But um, that is the reason why you're hearing that song. It, it's actually, I'm a, I'm a Trekkie. So I hope that you don't judge me too harshly for that. But the Star Trek series, you know, tells me, tells me so much. Um, one of the reasons why I like the Star Trek series is because of the leadership, but also the, the humankind, uh, humankind desire, the determination to fight, the determination to explore space, to go to a territory that no one has gone before, um, to go where, where there's life and look for life and, in, and just integrate that life with them. Them, their perseverance, their survival, the unknown, the grit 
the grit to fight that human spirit to preserve its identity. And so that is one of the reasons why I like Ametreki, okay? So I don't wear this stuff either, so <laughs> just so you know. But Cap Captain Catherine Janeway was the captain of the Star Trek Voyager, uh, which gets lost in space. They get lost and they can't find their way home. They are there and they are finding many obstacles in order to, to get back home. And these obstacles come at them over and over and over again. And they continue to try, but they never lose faith. They never lose faith that they will see their families again and that they will see Earth again. And their circumstances appear just grim as you, as I'm watching the series in that episode, it's just impossible. It looks impossible that they will find their way out of the Delta Quadrant because they're lost and they're 70 lights away from home, which is about 70 years travel. They're lost in vast space with no possibility of rescue. Sans familiar, do you ever feel like that? Are you ever in part in your life, either before, either in the past, either now, maybe you're going through it now, that sounds like that? Well, that is what I'm going to share with you today, especially lately, with everything that goes on in the world, what we have been going through with COVID, just normal life, and then everything else, COVID, fires, earthquakes, political, political unrest, wars, the uncertainty, the unknown, the unceasing trials, the obstacles, and sometimes desperation. I just want to say before I continue that this message in my heart is meant to be encouraging. This message is meant for you to get closer to God and be able to live today with hope. And so that is the purpose for this message. And Jesus tells us in John 16, 32, 33, he says, yet I am not alone. For the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulations, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And so the question then is, have you ever been there? I have. And I know many of you have been, and maybe you're still there, I don't know. And that message is for you. I believe that there is someone here today, and someone listening that needs to hear this today. Matter of fact, I am. I'm still there. And probably many of you are there today. So today, in this space, in the space that you're at, you will hear my pain. You will hear my grief. You will hear my suffering. You will hear my tribulations. But my hope is that today you live and make space in your life for him, knowing that you are not alone. You will start to release your own pain, your own grief, your own suffering and find hope and the strength and peace only Jesus can give us. So I have titled this message, I was singing too loud. <laughs> Finding space and warning, this is going to be fresh and this is going to be raw. In March 2020, I lost a dear friend and mentor, a man who a man of God who encouraged me to go into ministry, a man of God who helped me see the call of God in my life. He passed away this past March, not able to say goodbye in 2020, not able to say goodbye, not able to see him. It was one of the hardest things I had to do. I miss him. He was my friend and my mentor, someone I can go to anytime. In June 2020, I lost a longtime friend, 
friend of 16 plus years to cancer. See, he never went to the doctor. So by the time they caught the cancer, it was too late. Friends tried to call me, and we kept missing each other, but they wouldn't leave a message. And so I did not know what was going on. By the time I was able to talk to them, and they were able to talk to me, he was gone. I was too late. I wasn't able to say goodbye. I wasn't able to be there for him or for them. He was gone. In June 2020, one of my oldest brothers got COVID and went into ICU. We thought, he's going to be okay. He's strong. He's fit. He, this guy is muscular. He's going to be okay. He's a healthy guy. We thought he's going to be all right. He's, he's, it just, it, this is going to pass. You know, in June of 2020, it was the fight of his life. It was the fight of his life. And it lasted for weeks. We, 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 we prayed. We called friends to pray. I know many of you were praying. And he was near death. He was so, so close near death. And the struggle was there over and over again. And we were so afraid we would lose him. In September 17, the next blow came. In 2020, I had finished working out at home. And my phone rings. My husband, Blaine, who's sitting here today, he has a heart attack. He's going to emergency room. My heart drops. I'm scared, guys. I'm scared. The worst goes through my mind. I called a friend and I prayed. And 2021 arrives. And we all have the best hope for it, the best outlook. I'm one of those. I have the best outlook. I am tired. I have been down but I'm not defeated. I am hanging on to my God. So I go into with hopes and energy. Things can just get better, right? Wrong. Life had other plans. While my brother survived, Blaine, my husband, is doing well. The trauma of 2020 is still with me. I'm still going through it. My mind is like in a fog, but I'm pushing through. My grief is lingering, and the suffering is being endured. And God is by my side, but it feels awful. It hurts. But I have faith. I have faith that things will get better. Besides, guys, you guys know life must go on. There is a family to take care of. There is a ministry that must go on. There's a church to lead. There's a job to go to, whatever that might be for you. Life must go on. 2 Corinthians 12, 9, 10, this is, says this, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecution, and calamities. For where I am weak, then I am strong. So Jesus is saying to Paul, I am with you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to be here with you. I will give you strength to get through it. So keep enduring. Keep trusting. Keep seeking. Paul is saying, hey, if I'm weak, he's strong. I am weak. He will be strong for me. I'm taking this. He is going to keep his promises. He will see me through. He says he will, and he will. So God is strong, and he keeps his promises. So we continue through it. We keep Pushing through it, the beginning of 2021 was wobbly. 
It was both wobbly to say the least. Loved people in my life, relationships in my life are broken. On the other side of this, of, of this situation, there's people in my life with, that are hurting, and because they're hurting, I am now their target. Why, right or wrong, I don't know. And it hurts because I deeply, deeply love these people. The next blow comes in April 2021 as my oldest brother, my oldest brother gets covered and goes into ICU pretty much immediately. And this was different than my older brother. This one, he got back quickly. He went down quickly. And we prepare for the worst. He goes into a ventilator. He goes in the ventilator and the statistics are against us. The statistics are against him. My heart aches for him, for my family, for his family, for my parents going through this a second time. This goes on for months, guys months and we're praying and i know many of you guys were praying man it will bring you to your knees and it does and so we say how much can we take how much more god can we take where are you this is too much we pray for a miracle and we pray with that season people all over the world are praying for my brother and his family and my family while all of this is going on life again is happening now we're in 2021, and everything, life is happening around me. Family, my marriage, I like I said, a job to go, a ministry to lead. There seems to be no reprieve. I've done everything I knew to do, everything I've learned to do, everything that's worked before, but is not working now. I've rested, I've retreated, i prayed, but I can physically feel my heart aching i can physically feel my heart in pain and in may of this year in the middle of a training conference online i have what i call a mini anxiety attack i knew what it was i knew immediately what was going on i knew what was happening so i stopped what i was doing i took deep breath i went for a walk i prayed i disconnected from everything i rested and I had a good cry. But I knew that it was time to get help. I knew it was time to go see my counselor. Yes, we pastors, we have counselors. I usually see her once a year. And I also went to see my spiritual coach. Yes, we need it. I need help. We all need help. It's okay to reach out and ask for help. They said to me, Anna, you need to grieve. Anna, you need to lament and grieve the lives that have been lost in your life. You have to, you need to grieve and lament the broken relationship. You need to, you need to grieve and lament the trauma of the near, near death of your brother and your husband. And you need to release so you can start healing. Guys, I teach this. I do this. I help people through this. And I am lousy at helping my own self. I was like, really? But I was so glad God had put these trusted people in my life to be able to tell me this. But what does the Bible say? But Jesus said, when you are weak, I am strong. I am not strong enough, and you are not strong enough. We need help. He already gives us the tools to draw from, to draw from his word for strength in us. 
So today I want to help you find a few tools. I already mentioned counseling. I already mentioned people around you that you can talk to, that you can go to, people that care for you, people that will tell you the truth. And so the question number one is, so where do we start in scriptures? Oh, this is my favorite part because this is what is being, this is what we need to be doing. This is the solution. This is where we find the peace that we need. So might, we might not find, might not go away right away. It's going to be a process, but the Bible is full of stories of grief, griefs and pain and endurance. You can, you can read Job. And the Bible gives us scriptures to help us grieve and lament in our journey towards healing. Notice I said, in our journey towards healing. Notice I said, in our journey towards healing. Okay? So that's important because it's going to be a process. Psalm 22 is a lament psalm. So it's 60 and 142, and you can find them in the scriptures. They're also called passion psalms because Jesus quoted some of these psalms. This Psalm 22 expresses the suffering, expresses the emotions and the griefs and the feelings that we might be feeling, but we can't find the words to say to God, hey, I am here. This is how I'm feeling. This psalm also are Acknowledges the deity of God. It says in one, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I'm grown for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I leave my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy and drawn on the praises of Israel. Do not stay so far from me, for trouble is near, and no one else can help me. My life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and let, let me, left me for dead. See, this is raw. This is raw and complete surrender to God. This is how, how I've been feeling. I've been, this is one of my favorites because it's been giving me the words, the expressions to say to God, my God, my God, where are you? I am calling. Where are you? I cannot find you. It has helped me. We also have the book of Habakkuk. And I don't know if you guys know who he is. You find the book of Habakkuk in between Nahum and Zephaniah is where you find it if you have your Bible. He was a minor prophet in the Old Testament. And you will find the church story. There's only three chapters. And his interaction with God and where he's questioning God and he's complaining to God. And God is responding to him. This is the time where Israel was in trouble and difficult time. And he says to God, how long, O Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen he says, I will climb up to my watchtower and stand on my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. See, the prophet is calling on God, but God is not listening, so he thinks. He's complaining to him. He's saying, where are you? And he does that more than a few times. God, where are you? Are you listening? How much longer will this go on? God, I need you. He's asking God to act now. How long will I wait for you? And God responds to Habakkuk more than once. 
in one of these responses, he says to him, if it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. See, God is saying, have faith, have faith, have faith, Habakkuk, wait for me. I am God. I am sovereign. I am mighty. I'm omnipotent. I know what you need, and I know exactly when you will need it. It is in my time. Wait faithfully, and you will see my glory. This is why these psalms and, and these scriptures have just given me life. So we, we can come to God and we can question and we can complain. We can bring his, our suffering, our grief, our hang-ups, our complaints to him, to the throne, and lay it all out. Later, don't be afraid. People think that they, could, they shouldn't do that, but you can. He actually invites us to do that in scriptures. And so I invite you to do the same if you're in that place. He is listening. He gives us the scriptures to do just that. But God also promises that he will be with us and that he will not abandon us. His word is full of promises. But we need to make space for this word to be able to remember his promises. And that's so important. We need to make, make space for his word to remember those promises. And so my question to you today is, do you know those promises? Do you know that, do you proclaim those promises in your life? Do you proclaim those promises in your circumstances? You have to first know those promises to be able to proclaim them. And here is, I have a few for you. And I wanna tell you, these scriptures will be on Facebook if you wanna go back and grab this later. Philippians 4, 6 to 7 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace. Thank him for all he has done and you will experience his peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Peter 1 Peter 5, 6 and 10 says, so humble yourself under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. He cares about you. And then he says in his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. He will place you on a firm foundation. He will support you. He will rescue you. He will strengthen you. And he will put you in a firm foundation, which is him. In Isaiah 41.10, one of my personal promises, don't be afraid for I am with you. Do not be discouraged for I am your God and I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will hold you up in my victorious right hand. I will be with you over and over again. Joshua 1.8.9, study this book of instructions continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will sure and be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. These are just a few of his promises that we have access to. We can turn to him 
not from him in the middle of the trials, in the middle of this tribulation, and the power of Christ will help us overcome. He does not create the circumstances, but he's there to speak into the circumstances and place his love on you. Place his love and strength and care on you. Guys, that afternoon of September 17, 2020, it was a Thursday. I was scared. I did not know what was going to happen to my husband. I did not know what I was going to find when I arrived at that hospital. My mentor had died. My friend had died. My brother had, had been near death. And the traumatized Anna, the traumatized me, was scared of losing the love of my life, the father of my children, my best friend. All of that going through my mind in seconds. I called my friend and we prayed and I got off the phone and in that moment, the Holy Spirit reminded me at that moment of God's promises in my life, whose I was, who I belonged to and who watches over me and my family. I knew God was with me. I knew God will see me through it all. So God is not a liar. He's not a liar. He can't lie. God keeps his promises and they are truth. Guys, we have to know what those promises are, which means we have to spend time on the word. So we are able to activate those promises by confessing out loud that he is God and that we believe. When we activate those promises, we're able to affirm those promises. We're able to proclaim those promises. And his promises will be there with us at that moment. Those promises proclaiming out loud in my mind and my heart and with my mouth. I had a come to Jesus moment and the Holy Spirit took over. As I'm driving to the hospital, I'm hearing the enemy saying, see what your God is doing. And I said, no, no, my God keeps his promises. He will take care of me. I said, God, you promise you will take care of me. You promise you watch over me. And these promises are for me and my family. I believe you and I know that you stand on those promises and I stand with you because you are God Almighty and the glory is yours. And I stand in those promises. I then followed and thanked him for what he had done in my life and thanked him for having saved my husband. I, have, I was driving to the hospital and I spoke to the situation. Guys, we have to speak to our mountains. We have to speak to our storms because that's what he says to do. That's what he says to do. So I spoke to the fear and I spoke to the enemy putting doubts in my mind and I spoke to the heart attack and I spoke aloud and I said, no, not today, not today. Speaking to the enemy, it felt something like this. And there's a video. like bullies and I don't like threats and I don't like you that is Captain Catherine Janeway that hum that fight yes and I said to the enemy I don't like bullies and I don't like you and I don't like threats because my guy my God is bigger and although I'm going through this 
He will see me through it. Zechariah 4, 6, 7 says, It is not by force nor by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Nothing, not even a mighty mountain, will stand in Sarah Babel's way. It will become a level plain before him. The Holy Spirit, the power and the Holy Spirit within us helps us grieve healthily and lament and heal our broken hearts and so I just want to encourage you to go home I want to if you're going through this if you know somebody who's going through this if you're still in the middle of it go home and use some of these tools open your Bible be in his word lament in the Psalms complain to God it's okay claim his promises pray along pray with a friend call on those mountains rebuke those mountains get professional help rest finding space to grieve with him you might not get there it will be a process you might not get there right away but you will I've heard this recently and it stayed with me it says my level of surrender gives me the strength to endure and overcome what I'm going through today I'm gonna read that again your level of surrender gives you the strength to endure and overcome what you're going through today surrender maybe you walked away maybe you're not with him right now then come back and surrender recommit to him maybe you're wondering what can Jesus do for you and you're in the middle of it and you haven't been with him and you don't know him then I encourage you to come to him and surrender faith of the heart those lyrics inspire me inspire me because it reminds me that my God is powerful and that he keeps his promises and that he will be with me and there is nothing he cannot do and his power is not about to run out today tomorrow or ever he will strengthen you he will rescue he will support you believe in your heart believe that as you go in through the trials and he will set you in firm ground the lyric says because I've got faith of the heart I'm going where my heart will take me I've got faith to believe that with him I can do anything I've got strength of the soul and no one's going to bend or break you because God is with you call on him I can reach any stars because we have faith in a great Savior Jesus Christ 2nd Corinthians 4 8 to 9 says we're afflicted in every way but not crushed perplexed but not driven to despair persecuted but not forsaken struck down but not destroyed the king is alive thank you for being here today a quick update my brother are both doing well recovering thank you Jesus my husband is healthier than he's ever been before and I'm still dealing with my trauma and by the way Boyer found they found their way back to earth <laughs> let's pray father God thank you thank you for the opportunity to be here father we just pray for courage father we pray for for your spirit to just take hold we pray lord for for a man and woman fighting fires out there and just putting their life online for for others and for property lord keep them safe thank for their courage father we 
pray for Haiti as they're going through this through this earthquake and then, and then another storm father we just pray for perseverance and for endurance for them Lord we pray for peace, Lord, and for us to continue to pray for, for what's going on around the world. Father, I pray for Afghanistan, and I lift up the women and children, Lord, the men, the, the old, everybody out there, Lord. We pray that you give them courage to continue to fight, Father, to continue to fight for you, Father, as they are still in the ground and they're still evangelizing. Lord, thank you for their courage and their boldness to be able to continue and not deny your name, Father. Father, we pray for protection for those fleeing and running to the hills and running out of the country, whatever that may be, Lord. I know. I am a refugee. I know how it feels. Father God, protect these people. In the name of your son, Jesus, we ask. Amen.